raccoon. A raccoon's trying to get on our back porch. Mom's just chasing him off with a broom. Saturday morning, cereals, chapters 1 through 15. Fly paper, penny loafers, lucky strike green. Flat tops, sock tops, Dude Baker, Pepsi, please. Ah, do you remember these? Cigar bands on your hand, your daddy's socks roll down. Sticks, no plugs, and aviator caps with flaps that button down. Movie stars on Dixie Cup tops and knickers to your knees. Ah, do you remember these? The hip parade, grape truade, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Pedal pushers, ducktail hair, and begging your pants. Howdy doody, tooty fruity, the seam up the back of her hose. Ah, do you remember those? James Dean. Sunday movies were taboo The senior prom Judy's mom Rock and roll was new Cracker Jack Price Stars in your eyes as daddy for the keys Ah, oh, do you remember these? The boogeyman Lemonade standing Taking your tons of foul End and burn Wait your turn And four foul balls you're out Cigarette loads and secret codes and saving lucky stars. Can you remember back that far? To boat neck shirts and fender skirts and crinoline petticoats. Mom's a word and a dirty burden of double root beer float. Moon hug caps and loud heel taps and he's a real gone cat. Oh, you remember that? Time for the shooting bench. If political incorrectness offends you, or if you don't like guns, or if you don't believe our government is corrupt enough to compare to 1938 Nazi Germany, this may not be the show for you, because for the next two hours, that's all we're going to talk about. You need to understand that there's a storm coming. You need to understand that the storm is building strength. And most of all, you need to understand that we are the storm. There we go. Now I got it working. Welcome to the shooting bench. It's the 24th of February, and Eric comes screaming in here late again. But uh, 
Got a lot of stuff to cover in a short period of time, so I'm going to get on with it here. Uh, the, the biggest thing, and maybe the biggest thing Facebook has ever seen, is the fact that uh, Clint Eastwood has uh, more or less pledged his support for Michael Bloomberg. Now, this has been going on. This is causing people to be at each other's throats and then pitting uh, friend against friend and father against son and and husband against wife. I mean, this is the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, um, I, I, I understand this is the absolute, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the most emotionally charged issue I've ever seen on Facebook. Cannot believe the stuff that I'm seeing and hearing there. So he came out, I, I probably posted one of the very first, maybe the first, um, post about this on Facebook. I got it from a website called TMZ. And it's gotten to the point now where it doesn't make any difference what you post or where you get it from. It's fake news. If you don't believe it, I mean, if it's uh, uh, something new or something you don't want to believe, it's fake news, no matter where you got it from. And... um, I can't begin to tell you how many people are crying fake news over this. And uh, no matter, then there's, there are those that insist that it's not true if there's no video. Well, maybe there never was a video. There's nothing that has to say that every time somebody opens their mouth that somebody's standing around with a video camera. Uh, it was during a, a verbal interview and it's, it's on every, it, it probably 5,000 different news networks. Um, it, over the period of the weekend there, it was kind of iffy because it was the weekend and there were still quite a few. There were still 50 places out there that had it, but then Monday morning hit. And, you know, all of these that, and I understand that Tebow, uh, me and Tebow's been going back and forth over this, and I fully understand what he's saying about, um, you know, he's been to all these different sites and they have said the same thing over and over again. Well, yeah, I, I get that. I, I fully understand that because I've seen it happen a million times, but it usually happens with a few fly by night outfits out there, you know, Six, eight, ten outfits will will uh, report this uh, word for word that it is on another website, and the bigger news outfits never come along and and uh, follow up on that or you know carry it on. This was you know there was not the the. First interview, it was with, um, who was it? Wall Street Journal, wasn't it? I think it was Wall Street Journal. And no, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, it doesn't make any difference who it was. Um, so we had one source to go by. There was one interview, one company did it, and that was the only thing we had. Everybody wanted to be out there and get this out just as soon as they possibly could. Everybody wanted to be first. 
but there was already a first, so we're going to be next to first. We're all going to be second. And the only way you can do that is to copy the same story because you don't have a story of your own. You can throw in a little bit of opinion or whatever if you want to, but you have to use what is available. And the interview was only done on one thing. It was not a televised interview. And that's just the way it is, folks. I'm sorry. I hate it that he's broken your heart. But it's a sad fact of life. Uh, if And here it is Monday night now. And believe you me, if this weren't true, Clint Eastwood would have already been out there or his spokesman, spokesperson from somewhere, would have already been all over saying, no, this, hell no, he never said that. But he didn't. There's not been a word. Which just further confirms to me that it is a fact. Uh, no matter how many news outfits run this, there are people out there, they're all fake. Um, you know, they... I, it's kind of like Snopes. We've talked about Snopes a couple of times. Just because they run liberal, biased, sometimes actually untrue things, that doesn't mean that every word out of their mouth is untrue. Just because CNN has run a lot of blatantly false things doesn't mean that every single thing that they do ever is false. And there, you know, Fox News has been caught a time or two. That doesn't mean that every single story they do is untrue. And you you post something and say, well, I haven't seen anything from so and so. You post something from CNN, ha <laughs> ha, LOL, CNN, ha <laughs> ha. Okay, here's another one. How about Fox? You know, how about the Daily Wire? How about the Washington, uh, uh, the Guardian? How about uh, whatever? Every single one that has ever been, ever cast a news story of any type had this story. You will never convince me that all of them are wrong. It just doesn't make any sense. You guys need to relax and accept the fact that Clint Eastwood is a, 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 a backstabbing, treasonous, uh, whatever. Is he entitled to his opinion? Of course he is. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Now, I have said that he was anti-gun. People didn't believe that. Well, keep digging. Long enough, long enough, you will find out that in spite of all his bravado and everything and his movies and everything he says when he's on camera, he has always supported gun registration. He has always supported um, getting rid of assault, right, assault weapons. And uh, he has always supported, um, what do you call it, uh, universal background checks and stuff like that. He's no friend to gun owners in spite of what you see in the show, at the movie. So, you know, we, we just, it, it is what it is, man. We just have to 
uh, we don't have to like it, but uh, we have to, at some point, we have to look, step back and say, okay, well, I don't have anything left to fight with. I, you know, I give up. It's, I, I suppose it's true. Now, could somebody, something pop up here in the future and dispute this? Of course it could. They do it all that, you know, things like that happen all the time. But I'm not going to say, excuse me, I'm not going to say that it's untrue until something pops up just because I don't want it to be true. But some people are so crushed and so heartbroken that uh, they just can't get past this. They can't see what's going on here. I, I know that it's not what most of us would have wanted to see from Clint. Clint supporting Michael Bloomberg? I mean, really? I mean, you know, people just immediately went completely haywire over this. I've never seen anything like it. Um, when 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 Benghazi happened, I, I don't care. Name an issue. I have never seen anything like this on Facebook, and it's it's still running right now as we sprecken. So there you have it. That's my opinion. You're welcome to it. If it changes, then I will. Uh, I will recant everything that I've said, but I don't see that happening. It is what it is, as they say. Okay, let's uh, let's move on here. We woke up to uh, what two inches of snow uh, yesterday morning, and was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yesterday morning, and. Um, I was looking at my deals on Facebook, and we actually had snow on the same day last year, for some odd reason. We've had a really wet. It rained all day, all, every minute of the day, Saturday. I mean, it was raining as the sun came up, and it rained all the way until the sun went down, maybe a little after. And pretty hard a lot of the time. It was uh, it was quite a quite a rainstorm. A lot of flooding. A lot of the creeks and stuff around here are running over. Lakes running over, running over the roads. It's been a it's been an experience here this last couple of days. And then it snowed on top of that. So then it was muddy. Oh boy. Oh well. One of those things. Let's move along here. And even come here to listen to a weather forecast. Or weather report, I guess it would be. Let's see. Where shall we start? My goodness, we have so many things. Well, let's look here. A little bit of, of gun stuff here. Let's check out and see what Remington's got coming up. Remington is um, bringing back a bolt-action pistol, handgun. Um, I'm not a hundred hundred percent convinced that this really has a uh, a useful purpose. Uh, it, it's not something you just drop in a holster and and uh, toodaloo off to the to the 
uh, hunting blind, you know, deer blind, deer camp, whatever. It's it's big, and it's not shootable with one hand. Most not for most people, anyway. So I, I would I if I had money, I'd get one just to play with. I mean, I think it'd be neat. I'm sure they're accurate, and I'm just not sure what niche it feels um, fills. The Thompson Center contender. Not nearly as big and awkward and, and ungainly as this thing is. So, you know, for practicality for hunting, I would probably go with the contender. Thing about the contender though is, well, I was going to say you had, couldn't do, uh, 30 out 6, 308 and some of that stuff, but yeah, you can. They come out with the, uh, um, well, shoot, I forgot. It's not, anyway, it's another model of a, uh, of a supercharged contender that you can shoot these higher pressure cartridges with. So, I don't know, you know, that's what America is all about, you know. God bless them. If they want to make something goofy, well, it's okay. And, and like I said, if I had, if I was just, you know, had my mattress stuffed with $100 bills and didn't know what to do with them all, uh, I wouldn't mind playing with one. It's a pretty neat looking gun. But, um, you know, the, the, the one thing I could say about this, if it, if I had to say that there was something, beneficial about this is it's a magazine fed gun you know it's got a uh, a detachable magazine and you know the contenders and the xp 100s and all of these were uh well great amy just showed me a thing here dick van dyke endorses bernie sanders oh my goodness Anyway, the uh, this is called the, the Model 700 CP. Not sure what CP stands for, but that's what it's called anyway. So uh, initially, this is going to be a short action. It's going to be offered in 223, 300 blackout, and 308. Now, I think, I, I don't know that a 308 pistol is really all that exciting to me the 300 blackout might be might have some use there the 308 i don't know yeah 223 i guess if you like it it has a use you know i don't know i've uh, done contenders in in a whole bunch of different calibers some are useful and some of them were just toys anyway they were my toys and i had fun with them uh, let's see, barrel length's going to be 10.5 on the two smaller calibers, 223 and 300 blackout, and a whopping 12.5 inches for the 308. Now, every time you set this thing off, every time you pull the trigger, a series of things are going to happen. You're going to have to uh, figure out how to hold on to it and keep it from getting away from you, which is doable. I mean, I've shot 45-70s in a handgun, so you can do that. If you're in a prone position or on a uh, bipod or something, you're going to see a cloud of leaves and dust and and small sticks and, and little rocks and stuff go flying up and boiling around you in this huge cloud of stuff. 
and you're going to get a call from the nearest seismological place and say, why didn't you warn us that you were going to be shooting again? Because a 308 out of 12-inch barrel makes a pretty good pop. And without earplugs, it will blow your brains out. Now, this would be a good gun for liberals because there's nothing to blow out there. So that would be okay. Um, threaded muzzles for, uh, it's optional, I guess, a threaded muzzle for uh, suppressors and muzzle brakes and whatnot. And let's see. There's some other things. Guns triggers around four pounds. Um, it can be set from three and a half to five and a half. And, uh, well made gun. I mean, I, it's pretty neat. Six pounds. That's quite a, quite a, uh, quite a handful for a handgun there. 308 weighed in at six pounds. Loading the 10 round magazine, that and the scope pushes it up to eight pounds. So you have an eight pound, uh, handgun which is about the same as most of your sporting grade rifles out there. A lot of rifles, even less than that. Anyway, go get one if you like it. It sounds like fun. Um, let's see, there's something. Oh, here is a story that is going to set a precedent that is needed setting for a long, long time. This could be, this could be a game changer right here. No, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to save that one. As a matter of fact, we're going to sit down. We might just spend the whole show on that sometime. So never mind. Just forget what I said. <laughs> Let's see. What are we, how are we looking at for time here? I know we're running, running a little late tonight and I apologize for that. So let's get back over here and look. No, let's don't go there because we've already been there. There we go. Let's try this one. Okay, well, oh, I see what they're trying to do, you cotton pickers, you. Trying to get a donation out of me before they open up the website. Okay, here's a social services worker. You guys may have seen this already. That uh, it's an old story, by the way, but she was fired for having a, a, a permit, a carry permit, no gun, just permit. And uh, somebody felt threatened about this and and uh, run her off, sent her down the road because she had a hand, uh, concealed handgun permit. Anyway. All right, let's uh, let's look at someone. Let me see. It ought to be it ought to be about break time. It's it's close enough. Let me take a little break here. I've got a couple other things. I need to try to get a bunch of stuff in here before we get done. So I'm going to organize some of this and get it pointed in the right direction, and uh, take a little break. Let's stand by, and I'll be back in a minute. I'll be back.
Welcome to Doc's Freedom Files. It happens like clockwork. There is a highly suspicious mass shooting event, and the usual control freak jackals come out of the woodwork demanding more gun control. Invariably, those demanding more gun control attempt to take the high moral ground and take great pains to present themselves as reasonable, caring humanitarians. Let's cut to the chase. They're pure evil. In truth, many of them don't recognize their own evil, but like a pedophile who convinces himself that he really loves children, their self-delusion does not mitigate the harm they cause. The elitists who scream loudest to take your guns often have their own concealed weapons permits or, even more hypocritically, have armed security details paid for with the taxes of those whom they wish to disarm. The underlying message is clear enough for those with ears to hear. What they're actually saying is this. I'm important enough and worthy enough for your tax dollars to provide my security and I'm important enough and worthy enough to deserve privileges which are not easily available to you. You, on the other hand, are a disposable human being whose only useful function is to support my well-being and safety. Got it? It's that simple. A real humanitarian would want everyone to be protected. A real humanitarian would want to ensure that everyone from the wealthiest businessman to the poorest widow had the means to defend themselves. A real humanitarian would never attempt to misle the public into confusing the tools of a given crime with criminal activity. Otherwise, drive-by shootings would result in them demanding a ban on cars. In the aftermath of an axe, scissors, or knife murder, no one in their right mind calls for the banning of edged cutting tools, and you do not see any attempt to cast a pall of suspicion over butchers, chefs, surgeons, carpenters, hairdressers, or lumbermen. The public understands that the misuse of edged tools represents a tiny and unfortunate fraction of the good performed with these devices. The dynamic is exactly the same with firearms, Yet here the anti-gun elitists suspend logic and corrupt the lexicon with misleading and ridiculous phrases, such as gun violence. When was the last time you heard anyone say butcher knife violence or scissors violence? Additionally, they attempt to paint firearms owners as irresponsible and potentially dangerous threats to society. When the facts prove that firearms owners are among society's most law-abiding citizens, American courts have ruled multiple times that the police have no duty to protect anyone from crime. Were that not the case, practical realities dictate that the police too often arrive at the scene of a violent crime after the damage has been done. Would a real humanitarian wish to remove anyone's protection against those who would do them harm? Nonetheless, too many Americans lap up the anti-gun drivel like so many fat puppies given too much warm milk. And then, like puppies, they go right back to sleep. Be warned, America, the warm milk supply is soon to be cut off, and there are those who would not be bothered in the least to see your sleep become permanent. This is Doc Toops wishing you life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
Welcome back to another segment of the Shooting Bench, right here on the Survival Circle Radio Network. All righty, I had to throw a little ACDC in there. I know some of you don't care for that, but uh, I ain't wild about it. But every now and then I like to hear it. And this was one of those times, so I uh, decided I'd throw that in there just for the heck of it. All right, let's move on. Got things to do, places to go, and people to see. Let's see if we can get this over with before quitting time here. There is a, uh, a church here, the New Prospect Baptist Church in Cincinnati. They are doing what a lot of churches are doing. Some of the churches around here are doing it, not to this extent, but this one has turned their basement into a shooting range for women's firearms training. And, you know, there's even right here in Sholo, there's lots of little churches here that are, uh, you know, creating security teams and, and training, not just in shooting, but in, you know, in communications and tactics and stuff and, and trying to, to protect their flock. And, and I don't blame them. So this one, uh, not a, not a whole lot of, of meat to the story other than, uh, that they're training women here and it talks about, uh, you know, sex trafficking and, and whatnot and women being kidnapped and stuff. So that's, uh, that's how they're taken care of. And that's, uh, works for me. So the, um, Battle of the Bulge, not the Battle of the Bulge, the Battle of the Alamo was well, if it'll come up here, it was yesterday. Okay, let me see what's happening here. Can't tell the whole thing off of a picture. There we go. So the Battle of the Alamo took place from Yesterday, in 1836, until March 6th. So we had uh, had about two weeks there of the Battle of the Alamo. Now during the Alamo, the uh, you know there's I'm not even going to go into the long history of that. There was uh, it's an interesting story, and I would encourage anybody if you're not familiar with it to uh, get out there and and do a little research on it. But about 180, depending on who tells the story, somewhere between 180 and 250 men held off 6,000 Mexican soldiers for uh, for that two-week period there. And uh, finally, they, you know, the, the uh, obviously the 6,000-person force there uh, managed to get the upper hand, and it was on the morning of March 6th that Santa Ana launched his his uh, final attack and and uh, said that there would be no quarter given to the defenders. I guess he'd give them every opportunity to um, give up, change their mind, whatever, and the Texans did what Texans do and said, no, just no, but hell no. So, anyway. 
Um, I don't know how many. Uh, there said there were the just like the Texans disputed whether it's 180 to 250 men, but uh, the casualties are disputed. But they say around 600 were killed and wounded of the uh, of the Mexican soldiers. So anyway, there you have it. Here's a good one though. If you're old enough to vote and old enough to buy a handgun, um, or if you're old enough to vote, you vote, you should be old enough to buy a handgun. You're old enough to join the army, you should be old enough to buy a handgun. Well, that, that may change here pretty quick. There was a bill introduced in the House here that would lower the minimum age to buy a handgun to 18. Of all this stuff going on all over the country, about gun control and and assault weapons and red flag laws and oh my goodness the the sky is falling but let's change the age to 18 it'd be much better so it says it's called the safer voter act um or the safer act second amendment for every registrable voter act called it safer Introduced by Thomas Massey out of Kentucky, Republican, obviously. It established that adults age 18 and over would be able to legally purchase a handgun. That right has been largely disallowed by federal law for those under 21 since 1968. Now, it's funny that federal law says that you may own a handgun. You may purchase a handgun in a private sale at 18, but you can't buy one from a dealer. So excuse me if I don't see the uh, uh, the, the common sense here. See how this is what the the benefit of that is. You can own and carry a handgun at 18 years old. You can buy one in private sale. Like I said, you can. Uh, you can get a concealed carry permit in places like Indiana and a couple other states at the age of 18. You can go to war and kill people and be killed, break things and, and, and all that at 18. You can go vote at 18, but you can't buy a handgun from a dealer. So I guess people finally have seen the folly in this uh, law here and are seeking to change that so he said that uh, said I introduced my bill to reinstate second amendment rights for 18, 19 and 20 year old Americans good for him yeah. so we'll be keeping an eye on that but it was actually in, uh, I believe it was in 1968, the 1968 Gun Control Act was, um, I think that's when the, yeah, I think that's when they raised it, was, was during 68. So you could be 18 prior to that, but after that you had to be 21. So... And there's a deal here. Why should a 
why should a 20-year-old single mom be denied the right to defend herself and her children? That makes perfect sense. I mean, I'm I'm all about this, but I, it just kind of uh, puzzles me right now that this would even be that this should come up amidst all the other anti-gun stuff that's happening all over the country right now. So I, I don't see. I won't say I don't see it passing. I'll be I'll be a little surprised if it does. I hope it does. I think it'll be cool. But um, we'll see. I'll keep you all informed as we hear more about this. There was a police officer in Alaska that um, here just in the last few days has taken around through his badge and into his vest, said he was uh, during a traffic stop, turned into a gunfight. Don't know whether it's uh, fate or good fortune, but anyway, he was uh, shot in the back. Now, these badges are not little tin badges. They're they're pretty heavy duty. So between the badge and the body armor, he was uh, uh, said he was injured due to the impact, but survived. So. And, uh, looks like this badge made, uh, quite a, quite a difference in the penetration here into this vest. So, all right, well, that's a good thing. Forgot to tell you that we had, or maybe, uh, maybe I did tell you. But anyway, we had a, an officer killed here, uh, last weekend. Um, officer Kellywood, he was a, with the, um, White Mountain Tribal, White Mountain Apache Tribal Police down there. He'd only been on the force, I think, nine months and uh, was killed during a domestic dispute here uh, a few days ago, a week ago. And, and, uh, so that was quite a, quite a blow to the community around here. Young guy, two kids and, uh, had to go and do something like that. Not that it was his fault, obviously, but anyway. All right, let me check here. All right, we're doing okay for time. Getting pretty close to Probably shut this one off just a little bit early. We have got so many things to do. You know, this, uh, as I told you a number of times about this uh, sheriff's campaign, uh, you know what I found out? Something that I have not shared with you yet because I just found out yesterday, or, yeah, no, day before yesterday, Traditionally, the Indian reservations, at least all the ones in the Southwest, there may be one somewhere in the United States, but I've never heard of one. They're all very much pro-Democrat. They vote Democrat strictly for no other reason than there's a D in front of the name. And I have found some conservative Navajo groups that very, very refreshing to listen to these people. Um, and, and they're catching hell from their own people, obviously. Now, I, I um, there's going to be somebody who probably thinks this is racist, but it's uh, it's not any different than any other group of people out there. We have, as Americans, 
how would I phrase this exactly? Maybe I should say Americans not on the reservation. There are black Americans, white Americans, brown Americans, there's all kinds of Americans out there. And they are very much the same as the Native Americans in as much as they enjoy all the handouts and, and everything. And this, this conservative group or groups that I've run into, uh, they are very, uh, they, they, they fully agree with that. And they have said the same thing. Why do our people uh, vote for these for these people? Why do they continue to vote Democratic? They're destroying us. They're destroying our culture. They're destroying our our uh, you know everything about us here. And and of course they catch hell from from people of their own tribe because of that. And it's it's not a bit different. We see this with. Uh, with blacks in you know groups of blacks around the around the country, we see it with um, with whites. Like I said a while ago, just Americans, just uh, every kind, every color, everywhere. And none of us understand why this why this happens. Why is this? Why do they do it? I just I, I I can't talk intelligently about it because I just I don't understand it. I can't uh, when when you should be able to see that your your country and your lifestyle and your everything that you stand for and live for being destroyed, but you still continue to uh, to vote for them. I don't get it. I don't know. I, I I'm at an absolute loss here. So anyway, as I told the the people on the Facebook group, I, it's very very refreshing to see them out there, and I've enjoyed interacting with them. And and um, so the whole reason for me to get into this story was this is going to be helpful to my campaign because um, these people are anxious to. Bring me out there and find, you know, and then talk to their group and talk to, and this will help me, uh, help me get a, um, get going out there on the reservation a little bit. I've been kind of wondering about how this was all gonna, gonna play out when I get started, um, campaigning out there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, you just walk up to the door and say, hey, I'm coping. I want to be your sheriff, and I know that uh, you've always voted Democrat your whole life, and your folks did, and your grandparents did, and your 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 your, uh, your whole family has, and never that. But we we want to bring that to a halt, starting today, starting uh, August fourth this year. We want you to vote Republican. How do you approach people like that? Well, these conservative groups that I've run into have made it a little easier for me. They're going to be able to. Um, they uh, saw right away that this was something that they wanted to stand behind and uh, to get behind and, and push, and and so it's going to be a very very beneficial thing for 
me to uh, get out there and talk to these people. I'm anxious to do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, in the interest of time and having so many things that I have, I got more irons in the fire than I can keep track of right now. But I'm going to put this fire out and uh, go start another one and uh, work on some other stuff for a little while. So i got to run, and I appreciate it, and I'll be back in here. But this is just Monday. Oh, wow. Already lost two days. Um, so I'll be back in here Wednesday with a whole bunch of different gun stuff. Not quite as much politics, maybe. We don't know what all is going to happen between now and Wednesday. Heck, that's two old days away. So uh, it may get pretty exciting between now and then. So anyway, T-Bow, I love you, brother. I, I know we had a back and forth in here about this uh, about this Clint Eastwood thing, but uh, I think it's... Um, We'll see. It, it's still possible that something may may transpire with this, but I I firmly stand my ground that it is absolutely true and absolutely disgusting. And absolutely, Clint Eastwood is on my list of of uh, boycotted actors again, which is getting increasingly longer. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys Wednesday. Thanks for joining me.